set studio the song by Francisco Torga, the early 1900s classical Spanish guitarist. Second try, practiced a little more, and went better. So there you go. Yeah. Well, it's a right. song. I recommend it for all guitarists out there. Works on your finger work. You know it's tricky. Tricky, 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 tricky. Welcome to the podcast, folks. It's two lonely boys in a canoe. I'm Chris Evans. That's Trevor Alstrom. How Chris you doing Evans today, Trevor? is also good. Chris Evans also known as is gravel shits. I'm also known as Gorgeous George, and we have our kitty Ferrari with us. Yeah, I'm good, man. Work was smooth. It wasn't as hot as I thought it would be. No crazy. No one went too crazy on the buses, but the world was definitely crazy today. So, yeah, I got through it. I was, work was fixed saw blades, and there you go. Oh, yeah. How was your day, man? It was all right. Did some stuff. Got some things done. Moved around. Thanks. Progress. <laughs> Progress. It's good. Always moving forward. Progression. Yep, always moving forward on a backward progression. Very nice. Very good. Do you have any uh, podcast announcements? Or? Um, we got the next episode getting uploaded here shortly. Probably, yeah, probably going to be this weekend sometime. Yeah, I'll be off, so I'll do it. Yeah, by, uh, we'll get it next, uploaded by next for you Sunday guys. we'll have 37 up and 38 hopefully. That one's going to be a good one. I'll sharpen these blades. Yeah, we had uh, Chris Kennedy, aka Silver Squirrel, and my friend Dylan We had Silver Squirrel and Dylan over here. And it was had a good time chit-chatting yeah. and bullshitting. Yeah, man. So what do you got in the local news, So Trevor? local news got some crazy shit actually happening. Uh, my boss... The guy's in his 30s. He has a lot of... He grew up... He has a lot of buddies everywhere. And he has a friend that worked across the street on Highway 99 from the Putters Mini Golf Place. And his friend works at the uh, car lot there. And he warned his his friend, who's my boss, and everyone else that, hey, there's a whole incident where a guy was rampaging with a car and hit and killed some people. Oh no. And highway huge stretch of highway ninety nine along Eugene got shut down. Oh wow. Like right near the end of the workday. Like it happened around like three thirty four and by there I already heard fire I already heard like ambulances and fire trucks coming along from like the bus route. There's a part of it that does head off into what on ninety nine. Anybody know stuff. what was happening or no, why it the just guy happened. I really don't know Maybe there'll be it. something later on the news tonight yeah, about it. It's still it just happened. Developing news. Developing news. But yeah, that's so local news shit's going crazy. Shit's popping off, man. Yeah. Uh national news. Uh Jackson, Mississippi still waterless and this is hoping out for change. And yeah, there's just there any the the newspaper article talked about some older people that Remember from 1960 when it was a similar situation where they had to go to Wells. And Jack Smith was in Yazoo County. And it seems, from what I can briefly, like, get, it seems like it's a, the old folks saying it's pretty much a repeat from what happened in 1960 where all water went bad and they had to go in Wells and wait in line. Do you think people give a fuck that someplace in Mississippi doesn't have water? I mean, 
I care that, hey, you guys should just fix the issue as opposed to just having those big Nestle water deals to get a bottle of water. But you're right. There's a lot of people that just don't, don't give care. a shit. Yeah. It's like if, Flint, if, Michigan. Like Flint, nobody Michigan cares. If I had a way, and unfortunately, they don't care, and a big reason is because it's a lot of large, poor black neighborhoods in those areas. Pretty much. And that's, I mean... If, if I mean, you're look, a minority and you live in... Right there on the... If you live in sewage or you live in fucking uh, uh, flood-prone areas, you know, the government and the fucking state aren't bending over backwards to make sure these people aren't displaced ri- daily. If it was in a rich white neighborhood with, like, golf course and, like, very exclusive, <laughs> shit would be... There'd be a lot more shit happening real quick. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. it's fucked up. It's hard being a minority in this country, man. That's fucked. It's hard being poor. And we also just have the issue of just a lot of people. And unfortunately, sometimes the grid gets overwrought just from... It's infrastructure, all, man. Infrastructure issues. We've had... There's been a lot of rain, a lot of floods down south. That's As global the, warming gets yeah. worse, you know, the infrastructure that we have is set it's up to take to date. the basic, you know, and, and maybe a little bit of overflow. It's not meant for flash flooding every year, every season. Shout out people that want to update our infrastructure, make it better for a changing world. Yeah, Joe Biden had signed a big uh, thing to do that. I think it was a few months back. Um, That's one thing he has done a lot of since he's become president, is spent a bunch of money. So hopefully it's all going towards the right direction. Yeah, hopefully it's going towards actually helping us. Helping instead of hurting. Yeah. Yeah. Because I hope so, man. We're all paying for it, you know. So hopefully, all that money is going towards the right things. And even if you're not paying taxes, if you're not adult, you probably at one point have paid taxes, and or you just you're gonna pay one way or another. Who doesn't pay taxes? I mean, there's people on the streets that don't pay any taxes, but yeah, but I mean, that's like there's a lot of people on the streets right now. Yeah, but <laughs> I don't know, man. I always don't count the people on the streets as a part of the working class, but they well, are. Well, they're not part of the working class no, right they now. they are. They are. The, they're the part that have gotten out of the working class. It's under, it's under the table, pretty much. And there are a lot of people on the streets that do, if they're not doing stuff, if they're doing, like, quote-unquote legitimate work, a lot of it's, like, day labor, sort of, like, well, day, of the day work. the state tax takes care of a lot of that stuff, too, but in Oregon, there is no state tax. You know, you pay it through your taxes. Yeah. But I guess if you're a homeless person in Oregon, you know, you don't really have to pay a state tax. Which, I mean, we were briefly, but we just got back to yeah. it. But, yeah, if you're long-term, I'm not sure that works for long-term. Yeah. Because we both got back to work but I don't know I don't know but we do have a new governor being elected soon so woo I Kate guess Kate Brown's out of the office Kate Brown's getting out pretty Who's soon who's gonna become the new governor uh there's a bunch of people running there's oh. some chick named Kocek who's Democrat Alex Scarlato I don't know. But we we have keep hearing all these political ads. Yes, because right around your birthday, those who don't know Chris's birthday is right around election time. Yeah. uh, This November they're going to be doing the governor race for Oregon, and I think probably all governor 
races across the country pretty soon. This is a gay thing about yeah. sharing a birthday with a fucking political holiday. I would hate And it's not, it's not even like the exact same day, but it's within the week of. So everyone's talking about it. It's always the thing, you know. It's like people's and birthday around Christmas. Like, did you get out and vote? And I'm like, I don't believe in your politics. I don't believe in your bullshit voting system. And they're like, come on, man. And I'm like, no, I don't believe in your bullshit voting system. I honestly agree with you, Even the state by agree. state, I, like, I still struggle to think that any of my fucking input makes any change. There's, a, there's <laughs> enough corruption out there that we honestly If you don't want it to be done bad enough, there's somebody to pay off. To make sure that happens. Even with things being online, I mean, look at what happened with the last election. Just or even last... before, or even before, like any of the last few elections, there's always issues. It's like within the last, I don't know, eight years of elections and fraud. Two thousand, it was bad too. Bush, they cheated yeah. like motherfuckers. Well, too. with Bush, it was weird because what he ended up winning was the House of Representatives, the uh, Electoral College. And Al Gore Gore had had the popular vote. So more individual people wanted Al Gore. But But, more rich people... But more people that were on the, you know, Republican side. More rich people swayed the Electoral College. Yep. And that's the fucked up part. And his brother was also the governor, too, at the time, of your state, Jim Well, that's the fucked up part is that you, you begin to learn that all right, your votes as a state go mm-hmm. to represent yeah. numbers of people in your yeah. state. So the states like California, Florida, New York, Texas, uh, Texas, these big states that have a lot of people, they swing way more heavily in um, the political parties than, you know, that's why it's always a big thing to win Texas or to win California or to win Florida because it carries a lot of electoral votes. Um, But I don't think that that's how it should be done, man. If we have the ability, and it would take a lot of time, but if we had the ability to count every vote, we should do that. Count them, see where it all ends, and then uh, we'll figure it out in the middle. But people are weird about how politics are played. Yeah. They really are. And I don't think people want politics to work. I think that they're so used to it not working that they wouldn't know what to do Especially if like people actually did their jobs. Especially organizations like organized crime mm-hmm. would have a hard time if government was no longer corrupt and just actually it was supposed to like Everybody stopped taking bribes and everybody stopped lying and everybody just they told They stopped the being truth. shitheads and then they yeah. actually did what they're supposed to. They, they actually they worked. act like they had moral character. And they actually know? like worked. Like, actually we're going to get this shit done. Yeah, we're not going on uh, vacation battle. or none of that we're shit until done. we have these things done. That's my whole uh, other gripe about Congress is they fucking paid. take vacations and they take More than days anybody. off. More than any of us. They get all these weird holidays and it's it's crazy, man, because they show up for a few days out of the month to do a few photo opportunities and to sign a couple pieces of paper and then they call that a month. You know, ah, that was July, you know, it's weird. That is tr- crazy. And then they try to act like they're doing all this big shit behind the scenes. These motherfuckers ain't doing nothing but pub, uh, publi- uh, publicity. publicity. Yeah, publicity. 
Try to say that five times fast. I wouldn't. Bubblesy, <laughs> bubblesy, bubblesy. It's really hard. Yeah. So I've... Oh, go ahead. I have some big fucking world news. Big news. Big news. Yeah. We got the big news here. The, the queen big, is the big dead. Jesus dead. Yeah, I heard. God save the queen. No, yeah. no, don't save the queen. Let her be. Let her She's be. old enough. She's ninety six. She fucking lived the life. She yeah. lived the life and then some. She spit on a lot of poor people. She was the third. Let her go. She was. She was in charge. Actually, one earlier podcast I talked about. She had just done gotten to seventy years. The fucking platinum bullshit thing being in charge, and third longest known monarch ever. In record history to be in charge. That's yeah, way too long. R.I.P. old white lady, but all I'm saying right now is that that fucking family in particular has pissed on England for the so last fucking hundreds of, hundreds of years. Hundreds of years. So I don't even, I don't, I understand I that there are some people in England and in the UK that give a shit about the royal family. But it's, but I bet most of the people, most of the working class, Oh, Don't give a flying fuck that this bitch is dead. Like it, it, it changes nothing about their lives. Yeah, and that's the big reason why punk rock in England was so strong because it was about the poor working class, and they were the ones saying like, "Hey, this is bullshit." Between the Queen and Margaret Thatcher well, and everything, like this whole family has all this money and all this wealth, where you know most of their fucking country has problems. Yeah, you know, Britain has but, Britain definitely has problems. But they, you know, they have a lot of. Uh, positives in England too but like I just hate that that concept of people that hoard money or that hoard wealth generation after generation I I understand leaving money for your family and leaving money for people that need it and stuff like that but while you're here and while you have the capacity of having that wealth use it for some good man and I don't know. Rich people always make that argument. Oh, I do donate. And bu- 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 no, 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 no. I'm not talking about that, man. I mean, if get, you're gonna make, if you're gonna make eighty billion dollars next year, donate. I 79. want you to donate fucking seventy of it. You know. Yeah, if you're gonna, because you don't need more than ten billion dollars. Yeah. Not in a year. If you do gain that money, donate most of it, and then keep us tiniest fraction just to get by you know be okay don't be eating dog food you know in an alleyway but but enough to be comfortable I guess here on the other hand the argument is that once you give somebody that amount of money who's to say they're going to manage it properly you know they're going to take all that good money that you just gave up and they're going to mismanage the fuck out of it that's why you should break it up between a lot of smaller things like instead of giving it all to one company like you go save a country in Africa you know you go save one country in Africa a year if I had enough money to save a country in Africa I would do it like hey I would I would would be like yes here you go it's just weird I don't know I I think that when you gain a lot of money the mindset changes too like it's no longer about the rest of the world it's about how much you can spread your wealth around so that all your friends and family are happy and so that you can look like a good person as you do it, you know, while gaining a ton, you know. Yeah. Because it's all about the public image, man. All those billionaires and shit, they just want to keep a good public image so that nobody hates them. 
Motherfuckers, Bill Gates, Elon Musk. Yeah, motherfuckers. Yeah. That's what I want. I want like uh, purge rules. I want addresses of all these people to be published once a year, and then 100%. all the poor people just show up to their front door and ask for your shit back. <laughs> and if they happen to break in a riot, well, you shouldn't have been there. Let's start a riot. A riot. Let's start a riot. So many actual punk songs, way better than that. Ugh. Anyways. So yeah, Avenged Sevenfold sucks. But yeah, I actually do have a, a quick brief album review. Yeah, but, and do it's it, man. Because of the Trevor's Queen album review. Because of the because of the Queen dying. I decided, MTV News. I decided to go with the classic, uh, the band Sex Pistols, mm-hmm. the album Nevermind the Bullocks, and the song God Save the Queen. It was literally a fuck you to the Queen. So and, yeah. So I feel like today would be the perfect day to do that. So yeah, Dan Sex Pistols, album Never Mind the Bullocks, and then God Save the Queen. So what song. happens now? The Classic queen, punk song. The Queen is Classic dead. Classic anthem. And King who Charles. Takes over? Charles, her son's gonna be King Charles the Third. Look, King Charles, that dude. The guy that. Yeah. The guy that was the uh, husband of Princess Diana. Okay. So he he still lived. He's an old man now. But who takes on after him? There's his just son, a, his oldest son William. There's a bunch of lines William. of these people yeah. of like who takes over. And they're the all. Money. What's crazy is they're intermingled with other countries too. Which if like European history is so mind numbing. If you look at like oh the the king of Spain is also has cousins that's like the king of Russia and has a brother that's the king of England the and Duchess like, of something. And, and, yeah, dude. And like someone has royalty of with yeah. Is like Ottoman over in Turkey, or like they just keep uh, making up statuses, man. They don't they they run out of statuses, so they keep making them up. They just you're yeah. the Duke of of Dandelions. Yeah. Yes, yes, you have the dukeness over all the dandelions. You are the Archbishop of uh, Do for Oregon, like yay, or like uh, okay. <laughs> you you are you are the you are the Baron of uh, this alleyway, like yes, okay. You are the lord of this pit. Yes. You're the lord of this stone pit. pit. Shout out to uh, Matt McCusker and Shane Gillis. Shane Gillis. Matt and Shane's secret podcast. Yeah, the episode's called Twisties. It talks about... Twisted teas and and a dude on the job drinking. A man drinking twisties despite the the overwhelming desire of the lords of the pit to collect all the rocks in the northeast. (laughs) All of them. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the Queen's Dead, but yeah, Sex Pistols, real quick. They're an influential band that definitely helped really popularize punk rock in 1976 and kicked it in the pants. And probably one of the most important punk bands in rock and roll history, as far as like. They weren't the most technical, but they had the right place at the right time, like the Beatles. Like, they were literally the Beatles, one of the Beatles of the 70s, of just nice. kicking shit. And then Ramones and all that in the U.S. happening, and then the punk movement, and then kind of going along parallel with that, the metal movement. Hell Brown yeah. Shaw and really kicked off in the 70s. And Sex Pistols influenced even, like, metal bands, punk bands, like, one of those bands that influenced many, many genres, including rock. Including rap and shit. Well, I always yeah. love how, like, uh, you know, some people will say, oh, man, I hate this kind of music. And then they'll go listen to their favorite song. And I'm like, hey, you know some of that's influenced by that music you hate, right? Yeah. And they're like, what? No. Like, honestly, like, um, 
Yeah, even even guys you wouldn't expect. Like there's there's a rapper now called Little Uzi Vert, who's a big like new rapper, part of the mumble rap scene. He's, he was he's part of the littles. He's part of the part little of the many singers. littles. But he, I heard him yeah. he was influenced by punk rock a lot. Little, even little aloe vera. Little aloe vera. What a bally. But yeah. Uh, but little, yeah. Little water bottle. Little mug. Mm. Little lighter. Little lighter. Little, little bit of weed. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, there's there's even rappers that, you know, they mention like Gigi Allen, someone you wouldn't expect to be a guy that now does like drill rap, but you know, that guy one time was like, Man, that's crazy crazy punk rock shit over there is pretty interesting. <coughs> so yeah, shit you wouldn't expect. People are fun, man. People are really fun. And music is so intermingled at this point, like it's it's all yeah. good pretty much. I mean, there are some some songs out there when I hear I'm just like, ah, this is this is radio play pop stuff. Like the but, Jonas Brothers. Well, like, you know, they always have a new version of them. I think it's a BTS now is the is the North Korean uh boy band that everybody loves. Yeah. The North Korean, not yeah. nor- not South <laughs> North Korean. Some Korean. But uh yeah, they're <laughs> they're all a bunch of South Korea. They're all a bunch of young Asian kids that look like uh, young Asian girls, which, you know, I guess that's the new look, you know. But uh the yeah. mean very woke. Yeah. It's different times, man. Different times. Yeah. There there's no place for a girl with big old banana tits, uh, with her shirt off, sitting on her boyfriend's shoulders at a concert. You know what? <laughs> I hope you have a chick with big banana tits that sits sometime on your lap at a concert. So. I've had a girl on my shoulders uh, at a show before, and I'll tell you this. If the girl is small enough uh, and light enough, no problem at all. Not if she's a big gal, obviously. But if she's even of average size, like for a girl, you know, what do you say, 100 and, 130 pounds, Which 120 pounds? women are a little bit smaller than men generally. You know, uh, that amount of weight for an hour, that shit will fuck your spine up. <laughs> It'll fuck your shoulders up, oh, yeah. your it's neck. Like, oh, yeah, especially because it's all right here. It's not like a backpack where it's dragged down. It's all directly on. On your shoulders and uh, your back. So, ladies, I get it. You're trying to have a good time at the concert and you want to be able to see. Stop crushing your boyfriends. <laughs> Stop crushing your boyfriends down with gravity. They're not robots. Well, just think of it like you imagine holding a human up for uh, a grown adult for, you know, an extended period. Yeah. Like, some people do that all show. They'll have a fucking chick on their shoulders for three hours. It's like, whoa. But I dated a girl one time, and she was very light. She was a short girl, and I had her on my uh, shoulders for like an hour. Barely noticed. <laughs> she was kind of like a hat, you know? Boop. Yeah. Gryffindor. But, uh, yeah, well, I'd notice every once in a while because she'd, like, pat me on the head or something. Like, what are you doing? Good job, horsey. <laughs> You're the horse at that point. You're Pretty a much. horse, of course. <laughs> All right. Uh, we also got... Do you have any shows you've been watching recently you'd like to talk about, possibly? You can get back into Sons of Anarchy a little bit. Sons of Anarchy is a pretty dope show. Let's talk about talk about the show. I've seen a little bit with you, and it's a pretty good show. I've been rewatching season five. Uh, there's a really interesting episode where kind of 
uh, the guys had just gotten out of prison, or they're about to go back into prison, and, uh, spoiler alert, Opie gets killed. He gets his head crushed in by a bunch of black guys in prison. Oh, and, I've actually uh, seen this. Yeah, it's yeah I've crazy. seen, yeah. Um, and then one of the guys, Tig, uh, he kind of went ballistic before they went in, and he tried to kill uh, one of the other guys, uh, one of the main gang's other head dudes, and then he ended up killing uh, one of the bigger guy's daughters. And so he took uh, Tig's daughter and put her in a fucking pit, and he poured a bunch of gasoline on her and lit her on fire. Fuck. And uh, he had him watch uh, his daughter burn to death. And then they were going to kill him, but he ended up getting the drop on uh, this guy. He shot him. Um, He called his friends. They came to pick him up. And then they were going to get his other daughter because they knew she was in trouble. And when they go to the house, there's a couple of black guys there, and they think they're there to hurt the daughter. And they burst into the room, and there's a black dude fucking his daughter. Damn. And, uh, you know, he just loses it immediately and starts beating the guy up and then realizes that uh, his daughter's dating the black guy and it has oh. nothing to do with the gang or anything. Oh, shit. Uh, yeah. Um, really crazy episode. Uh, the whole show was written so well, inter- interwovenly. So each season's pretty great. Sons of Anarchy, like as a show, it's probably like an eight or a nine out of ten. Um, motorcycles. It's know? pretty good. Yeah, nice. Pretty good show. Also, a lot of good music on that too. Tons of great music. Yeah. I swear to God, man, I I always forget how important music is to a good show. Yeah. Until you actually have like a great soundtrack. Oh yeah, it's uh, it's it's game changing, especially when there's like those pivotal moments. Especially if shows like Dukes of Hazard, like Y Five O, they all had like memorable theme songs. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, and that's kind of where it starts. Is like you know, the Andy Griffith show, man. Like people always know that fucking whistling. Yeah. Opie drops the pole and picks it back up. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, people know that shit. Uh, Golden Girls, you know, thank you for being a friend. Oh, yeah, that song is yeah. burning everybody's head, man. Yeah, such a that. cool show, such a fun theme song. Uh, Family Matters, that was another one that got burned into my head. I've seen that show. Inside these chiseled walls, <laughs> and all I see is the Tower of Dreams. Real love bursting out of every seam. Days go by, and it's the real love of the family. You know, I'd give you a seven singing wise, but the queen died today, so I give you an eight. What'd you say? <laughs> oh, it saved the queen. No, it's not bad. I remember that. Uh, theme song because I used to have that playing on a lot when I go to bed like Nick at Night or something uh, fall asleep to Family Matters there you go I remember like that 70s show I watch it sometimes Happy Days yeah Happy Days was Happy a real days. one um, or Brady even, Bunch or even yeah if you want to go like super far back you could do like certain like there's cowboy sh- 
shows too where you like the of famous song that's how it goes man a good soundtrack you know good. like rolling 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 got them doggies moving rawhide <laughs> like the show rawhide moving over like he's Trevor like showing his old person age here folks he knows rawhide <laughs> seen that show shows it the right. only time I'd watch the old westerns, uh, it was pretty funny because I used to work at a, a grocery store and they had a small TV up in the break room. And usually my break, there was like nobody else in the break room for the most part. Because you're a different um, time. Yeah, yeah. I went to break a little bit later. So I'd go up in there and I'd sit down. I usually re- reheat some food. And I watched like these old westerns. Sick. And it was actually kind of nice because the TV was like small enough and like it was close to the table. So it was just like, I don't know, you got lost in the little 30 minute episode and that was your lunch pretty much. Hell yeah, man. That's sick. A lot of bonanza. Oh, bananas, good. Yeah. Was it VHS or no? It was just on. That was like this was right before they did away with all the channels. If you didn't have it like the analog. Oh yeah. So this was like uh, a couple. It was like seven years ago, eight years ago. Um, it's but so- yeah, there was that the Wendy Williams show. Um, every once in a while, you get lucky. They got rid of all the. On. It sucks. They got rid of all the analog. Yeah. Well, whatever. Nobody gives a fuck much anymore anyways. Times are changing. Times is changing. But, like, yeah, uh, cops would be on every once in a while. Yeah. That was a real special treat if you caught cops. Because you'd have to be there, I think it was, like, 2.30. Then it was, like, judge shows. Hell, yeah. You uh, got some ganja stuff you want to talk about? Yeah, be careful of uh, under and overwatering your plants. I'm going through it right now. I fucking overwatered and stressed my plant, and then uh, I could have watered it yesterday and I didn't. And then before I, uh, or when it went to bed this morning, I noticed that it had even more damage from not getting water the day before. So just be careful with your waterings, people. Um, make sure you're keeping a detailed log. Something I'm not doing right now. Um, it's funny, my first uh, run, I wanted to just kind of grow how I did five years, six years ago, and see how far I got, you know, with a couple of tweaks, and I did pretty well, and then this run is pretty much more of the stuff that I've learned out here, and kind of pushing my plants as hard as I can, um, but my system isn't completely dialed in yet, so it, they're doing very well. Um, on a scale of one to ten, maybe an eight out of ten. They could be a little bit bigger, but you know that's always the the thing with weed. You can always use more. Um, but I think that the next run, I'm gonna keep a detailed log of every feeding. I'm gonna keep a day-to-day calendar. Uh, I'm gonna do a checklist. I'm gonna go to the nines to make sure that they're having consistent feedings and consistent pH levels and uh, decent nutrient uptake. Because the objective at one point is to not have to do anything as much, to pretty much automate the system to where the lights are coming on and off. There's a small drip system, so I don't have to water. And then all I have to do is make feed for the drip system. you know, but that is down the road. Right now, it's kind of perfecting the technique, and then once the technique's perfected or better, um, I can implement uh, 
more of an automation. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's all progress, baby. All progress. The buds are looking great. I just checked on them before we started. It's awesome. And that other plant that I got hanging, I'm definitely uh, thinking that's a blueberry. Okay. Yeah, I smelled it again today. I was like, it's blueberry as fuck. I'm waiting to see when we uh, taste it. Maybe like a week or so. Hell yeah. Yeah. Let's see. Um, I could do coming to town pretty soon once again. Camp Town Races, sing this song. Duda, Duda. Camp Town Races, half mile long. Oh, a day. What is the. Just Camp Town Races. It's Camp Town Races. No, I know, but what's the last part? Stephen Foster. What's the last part of it? Is. Somebody I, and better on the bag. Somebody better on the some um, shit. I forget. Camp Town Races. Look up the lyrics. It's crazy because that and Old Susanna is pretty much the same melody. And it was, and this just crazy is that was actually Stephen Foster's one of the first guy to Camp Town Races and like Old Susanna all that shit. Dude, he 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 was coming out. That was a hit in like nineteen. I'm sorry, eighteen thirty eight and shit. That's like how the we pioneers, roll, baby. Nineteen or eighteen thirty. Eighteen thirty-eight. The pioneers would rock that shit. That'd be like the pop hit along all the fucking along all the the prairies along all the had wagon the kids, trains with Stephen the kids Foster doing the hokey pokey to you know. Yeah. So that'd be crazy. You're on the wagon train, and then like you hear that new artist Stephen Foster, man. <laughs> that you hear that new song. It'd be so What's weird that? to find out that like. While you were on the road, because you you know it takes you like on the trail. Yeah, on the trail. While the you're Oregon, on the trail. like we're at now, the Oregon Trail. And while you were trying to find your new settlement and shit, there's just this wave of music happening that yeah. you don't know. And well, then you says, get back to town, and everyone's like, "You haven't heard." <laughs> there's this new guy in town. Yeah. yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, Stephen Foster is one of the first major American. It's your cousin, artist Marvin Barry. Take Chuck a Berg. listen to this. <laughs> oh, Johnny, be good. You know that new sound you've been looking for? Yeah. <laughs> Camp Town Races sing this song, Duda. Duda. <laughs> oh, shit, that fiddle slaps. Yeah. Uh, Stephen Foster slaps. There you go. But anyways, there is this guy coming to town. September 11th, never forget. <laughs> and, uh, this is forget what? Uh, <laughs> Saudi Arabia paid off some people to uh, go and crash some planes. A lot of people died, and then we went and did some legal wars and used that as a pretext. When did this happen? In our lifetimes. No way. Actually, we're lying, folks. The world is flat. The uh, food pyramid is real. I've been living under a rock, obviously. I've never heard of this. Also, <laughs> Chris, since Reddit, birds you are... imagine somebody that's never heard of 9-11? <laughs> like, what the fuck? Then I'd be like, birds aren't real. And I would just whisper to him, and then I would The leave. person that doesn't know about 9-11, I'd start questioning a lot of things. I'd be like, what else don't you know? <laughs> and then I'd be like, well, I don't know. You tell me. I'd be like, so, you know, we had a black guy's president? No way. <laughs> Halfway. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> he was good. He was real good. 
Did a lot of droning still, but yeah. Somebody's got to kill somebody, man. Might as well be us. I know the drone, entire drone business made so much money from that war. Could we, it was a drones? practice run. It, it was, was a practice run. For all the, yeah. The technology hadn't quite been developed fully yet. Yeah, so hello, Bird. while we were there, we practiced and we practiced, and now drone technology is way advanced. Oh, yeah, compared to, like, 2002, first fate of Iraq, it's come a long way in 20 years. They used years. to only be able to send out drones as spies. They were yep. basically, like, smaller or bigger, you They're know, They're pretty much, crafts. like, fucking, like, little RV, like, planes. Yep. Like, you get at a hobby shop. Exactly. Little that, um, that could cover. Like, imagine a, a slightly more advanced, like, hovering helicopter. But now they thing. have drones with flight capabilities. They can fire that weapons. They can fire weapons. Drop bombs. That can drop bombs. That can see you from fucking miles away, man. And it's a, it's a crazy thing because you don't need to be in the same state to kill a motherfucker. No. That's you know? fucking scary. It's not quite like... Sending just a plane out, but I mean, it's getting closer and closer to just an unmanned plane, which yeah. is what a drone is at this point, or trying to get there. Well, what happens when, you know, the drones eventually get to everybody? Because everybody's going gonna to have this technology eventually, yeah, dude. eventually, and then the drones will be everywhere. Look, Skynet's going to happen. We're going to have to, like, suddenly be an 80s movie, Arnold Schwarzenegger... Like you know that that's why the guy artificial intelligence man. You know that that's why that guy bombed uh, the Oklahoma City uh, building. Timothy McVeigh. No, that's the name of the guy who bombed it. Who was the other guy? Um, Timothy McVeigh was the well, one that got charged. There were other guys at the scene, but they escaped. He was the one that got charged. So who was the guy that was um, an MIT student? Ted Kaczynski, the Unabomber. Ted Kaczynski, the Unabomber. And I grew so up when his he was whole the, thing was that technology was going to take over and uh, ruin everybody's lives, and it was going to take us over entirely. So that's where he went nuts and was like, "I'm going to blow some shit up." Unfortunately, he's not wrong. Though. He's not wrong at he's all. Not wrong. He and just went about it. He went about it a crazy way, extremist but, way, you know. But, but he's not wrong that. Here we are talking, but even things you and I did as a kid, as kids, if things keep the way and you're, like, near a city in 70 years, kids are going to be, you know, like, oh, shit, you guys sometimes, like, houses still cooked with fire? Like, yeah, you know, we're just, like... Well, I think that there's going to be a divide between a lot of people that still do things with their hands, and there's going to be... A divide where people are just fully engulfed with the technology and having everything prepared for them. You know what I mean? Uh, because you imagine at the touch of a button having breakfast ready. Yeah, you know, that's kind of hard for somebody to pass up. You know? I would not do it though. It'd be interesting, you It'd know, be interesting. because not necessarily saying you have to use it for every facet of your life, but if I could fucking press a button. Have coffee going, have fucking some eggs going and shit pretty fast. They're trying to do that It'd be now. Pretty with, amazing. They're trying to do that now, with like some of the like the newer like home security systems where you can use your ADT. Phone. Yeah, ADT <laughs> like the Ring doorbell camera has got to be the the best thing that's ever happened to uh, home defense and uh, uh, not social media. Well, yeah, social media. 
because those little ring doorbell cameras, those videos go online so fast. Yeah. Everybody looks at them and goes, oh, shit, look at this crazy person trying to get in the house. Yeah. I saw one where a guy stuck his... This white dude stuck his arm in through the mail slot, and this, like, 300-pound black man immediately swung right yeah, at the elbow. Yeah, I showed you that. I've seen it from my boss, too, but it immediately smacked him with, like, a... Looked like a, like a, a section of four... Like a four by four, like someone uses a fence post. Like looked like he just came down the street with a fence post, and he would <coughs> hear the guy scream because he immediately just broke that dude's arm right yeah. there, and he managed to pull it out and stumbled away. Pull it out. Pull it out. He's just using his dick. Uh, <laughs> he and the black guy just used his giant dick to crush his arm. <laughs> just had a heart on. He was feeling it. And just swung that bitch down like He's a like, kick I'm like about a to club. break this motherfucker's arm. Yep. Fucking, man, that's nuts. But yeah, no, fucking, they had a guy recently on a ring doorbell camera. He was trying to get into his ex-girlfriend's house. Yeah. And the girl was in the living room with her parents and her dad had a gun. And he was trying to get in and the dad's threatening him. He's like, you know, if you don't go away, I'm going to shoot you. Oh, shit. And the kid kept trying to get in. Eventually the dad shot at him and uh, shot him through the door and shot him three times and that kid is dead. <laughs> but uh, now now there's probably going to be an investigation a little bit. He, he didn't go to jail for it because technically um, there was just a new stand your ground law uh, passed in that state. Is it Texas? I don't think so. Because Texas already has the stand your ground. Nah. But... Yeah, it's just weird, man. You know, all the shit that you think you would never capture on your front fucking door, but there's a lot of crazy shit out there. Well, there's a lot of people that are high on drugs running around, too, all times of the day. So that definitely... Imagine how many times you're not home and somebody's trying to break into your door. <laughs> Fortunately, we're on the third floor, but yeah. At our old place, at our old place dude... I'm sure that Trevor had boots stolen. God damn, that sucked. I was so mad. Because Trevor had special order some custom kick-ass boots for work. Came home, expecting them to be there. Gone. Nowhere to be yeah. found. And then I got in an argument with this dude on the on the phone. And yeah, this Indian dude was not having any sympathy. I remember helping that out because I was I was a little bit cooler headed. And uh, you were like, I was uh, mad as And fuck. I was like, well, Trevor, being mad at this dude's not going to get you any boots any faster. But, sir, you signed the paper. You signed the paper. I yeah. don't give a fuck. I didn't sign no goddamn yeah. paperwork. I'm going to sign death warrant to your mom after I'm done doing <laughs> bad wish. things to her. Who's the dude from Death Wish? Oh, goddamn. Uh, oh, no. That's right. I want to say Russell, but it's not Russell. Russell Westbrook? No. Basketball nice. player. So that, that sounds like a uh, Celtic guitar player. By the way... It's Brolin. Something Brolin. Josh Brolin? No. No. Brolin's an Irish name. Fuck. Now I'm going to be stuck on that. Or we could just move on to another thing. Nope. I'm looking it up. <laughs> I'm breaking... I'm breaking protocol. <laughs> All right. So anyways, while he does that, we have on September 11th, uh, 
place called Tsunami Books here in Eugene. We have a, apparently a uh, world-renowned Celtic fingerstyle guitarist virtuoso named Tony McManus. Yes, no, Tony and then McManus. McManus. M-C-M-A-N-U-S. He's going to play, and apparently he plays really well. And his family were Irish immigrants Charles that moved over to <laughs> Scotland. Bronson. And then he kept playing. And got it's really Charles good. Bronson, everybody. Charles Bronson. <laughs> famous, very famous actor. So what were you saying about September 11th? There's this uh, Celtic finger cell guitarist virtuoso named Tony McManus. Who's How do you spell virtuoso? V-I-R-T-U-O-U-S-O. So he's really proficient is what it means. He's extremely good. Tony McManus, and I think I've actually heard the name before, and he's going to play at Tsunami Books here in town September, September 11th. I almost, if it's free, dude, I might just go. Because if, if it's downtown. It's by the bus station. What do you go. think it is? Probably a few bucks to get in? I don't know. He's, I have no idea. I can, I can find out. Why don't you look it up? Yeah, I will, after the show. But yeah, he's... Trevor's all pumped, man. Hell yeah. But yeah, he's just talking about, too, about how uh, traditional Irish music really mixed with rock and roll music in the 70s, like the whole Irish punk thing, like yeah. the Pogues. And then and then eventually became... Northern Ireland versus regular yeah. Ireland. <laughs> Catholic Ireland, which is most of Ireland, versus a small percentage of Protestant. Protestant. Because, they were, because they were English immigrants that came over. You're weird. You're a different Christian. Yeah. That's so dumb. But anyway, we, uh, his family moved over from um, Ireland to Scotland in the 70s. He talked about how music was definitely a highlight. Things Still were, to things this are weird. day, they haven't found Nessie, folks. Nope. <laughs> they never will, folks. That fucking <laughs> Troglosaurus is dead. Troglodyte? Troglosaurus. Troglosaurus? Is that the name of the episode? Right. This Troglosaurus is dead. This Troglosaurus. How in the flying fuck of all fucks do I spell Troglosaurus? Troglodytosaurus. So, spell Trogla. And so then spell Saurus. Can, can I just call it Troglodytosaurus? No, Troglosaurus. You're a monster. Okay. It's, no, no, it's not a monster. That's the thing. They don't understand. <laughs> it's not a monster. A the Troglosaurus isn't a monster. It doesn't exist. Nessie's bullshit. Okay? <laughs> it's their own Nessie's super version. Bullshit. It's their own super version. Yes. Keep rolling with it. Go. You know go. what I'm going to say right now? What? Nessie's bullshit and Bigfoot <laughs> is real. <laughs> What Big about aliens? Where you were to UFOs fit in this? I'm just saying, since we're going. Baby Fark McGeezax, okay? I'll say that. If you've seen South Park, you know who Baby Fark McGeezax is. And he has already let us know that we are barred from the rest of the universe because we're pieces of shit. So uh, that's a South Park deep cut. <laughs> Struglosaurus is dead. Yeah, Bigfoot, man. He's for real, though. I've seen him, I met him. He's a big dude. He's named Frank. Yeah, I heard Frank uh, has worked as a baker before. He used to work at a bakery over on uh, 6th Street. No, man. Frank was in Nam. But when he got back from Nam. No. Because he got baked for, you know, because he followed his PTSD. The only he thing would, he, he ever get sold baked that time. was baked in uh, dough like was churros. He sold mm. them outside of the Mexico American border for about three years. 
Oh, yeah. that Oh, yeah. Frank Bigfoot James is his name. He was also a time cop too. No, Sorry, he was never a time cop, Trevor. You're not getting it. He lived a thousand years, so he beat up Hitler. He was one of the guys that was beating up Hitler. He uh, lived. I didn't kill him. He just came over to Hitler. And was like, yeah, and then just ran away. Before. He was the Hitler. Dude, yeah. He was the dude that started off uh, World War Two. Man, he thought he was Jewish. He thought Frank James was <laughs> Frank Bigfoot James, James was Jewish. Yeah, exactly. That's the problem. Uh, you know? But uh, yeah, he beat up Hitler. He uh, he fucked Anne Frank. He uh, blinded Helen Keller. <laughs> Helen Keller. Yeah. Ooh. I got a good. I got a joke on that real quick. What's up? If someone like tells you something that's bullshit, just tell them like, "Hey, that's as useless as a drum kit in, in uh, Anne Frank's apartment." There you go, Anne Frank joke, folks. I guess you mean Helen Keller. I mean Anne Frank was the the Jewish chick that was. Hunt- oh. Are we talking Helen Keller or Anne Frank right now? <laughs> I don't know. You were the one bringing it up. I'm stoned and drunk, people. I think I'm you sorry. mean Helen Keller. Okay. A I drum did... set in Helen Keller's room. Well, Anne Frank was hiding, though. Yeah, well, it'd be better to say, you know, like... Okay. Uh, okay, I'll tell you a Helen Keller joke. All right, I'll tell you one. Why did Helen Keller's dog kill himself? Because he was starving. Because you, too, would if your name was... Frank joke would be, you know, what did the little Jewish girl say in the attic? What? She didn't say much. Uh, <laughs> that's good. That's good. Hey, what's uh, what do you call a Jewish Pokemon trainer? Ash. Oh no, that's bad. Nah. Folks, we're kidding. We do not hate Trevor's the, Jews. the real racist. I am not the racist. Trevor's racist as fuck. No. Once this mic goes off, man, you should hear all the N-words he drops. That is not true. He starts flipping out. I'm Shh. just like, yo, calm it down. I have to tranquilize him sometimes. I yes. Gotta, yes. I got a, yes. I got I a I tranquilizer uh, gun. Yeah. <laughs> he's on the wild. He's on the loose again. <laughs> the problem is the tranks take time to take effect, so... He goes from 10 to, to 6 to 3, right. and then eventually lays down. Rush Limbaugh just starts playing in the background for no reason. It's, it's Limp Biscuit, Bob with the Bob, or it's, it's Kid Rock, Bob with it's, the Bob. It's him, ta- it's him doing, like, Rush Limbaugh words from a speech, but he's rapping I it. wonder how many weird political figures Kid Rock hangs out with now. Uh, probably more than we'd like to know. No, he's probably hanging out with all of them, man. He's That's probably hanging than... out with Donald Trump and Donald Trump's best friend, Donald Trump. I mean, Vladimir Putin? No, nah. no, because Donald Trump's best friend is Donald Trump, man. That's true. <laughs> he's like, I'm the only one that can have my back. <laughs> oh, that reminds me of, there's apparently a tradition in White House where the current sitting president and first lady will... Unveil a portrait of the previous presidents, of uh, a, a picture portrait of them of the yeah. wife. Yeah. So the only I'm, reason they didn't do that for Obama was because Trump was a piece of shit. And yeah. It's like I'm not doing that. Yeah, he decided not to do it. 
So yeah. so the Bi- so Biden Biden's were like, "Yo, we got you, bro. We'll get you." And he was portraits. also vice president for Obama during that time. So. Yeah, he gave a funny speech where he kind of compared Joe Biden to his dog, but he didn't. It was just a weird. He was talking Sleepy about Joe Biden. Well, he was talking about his dog, and then he like takes a left turn, and then he starts talking about how Joe Biden's a good friend. And I was like, I don't know, man. You're just talking about your dog. You compare ooh, him ooh, to ooh, a ooh. dog. I've been called a dog before. Ooh, ooh, ooh. A different kind. I don't ever think I'm like a dog. I think I'm more like a mule. Well, like, work, I'm, well, a, work I'm a weird. Good. I'm a weird fucking mix between a donkey and a fucking. It's uh, a horse and a donkey is what makes a meal. Yeah, it's a horse and a donkey. I've worked with meals before. I used to, there would be periods where I had to handle the meals that come in and bring their supplies in once a week. Yeah. And I worked with them, and they were cool. They were definitely, they were honestly a lot smarter than the horse, because the horse, honestly, I feel like the cheerleader of animals. Yes. Like, I'm the horse, look yeah. at me. Whereas the mule was like, Man, that branch looks a little suspicious. Like, <laughs> that I, I've literally the donkeys I, are intelligent. That's yes. a, that's a real thing. Horses the, the, are a little bit more. They're uh, stronger and they're yeah. taller. So it literally takes the brains of the donkey and the the brawn of the horse and mixes them. And yeah. mules are interesting as crazy as like I guess like except for one in every ten thousand. Mules are generally infertile, so yeah, you have they to literally, can't, can't it's literally reproduce. a male donkey, big old donkey dick, goes in the vagina of a female horse, and that's what makes a mule. Yeah. But yeah, they're they're pretty cool. Mules and I got along, actually that was one of my nicknames, yeah. was mule, because I would I would work hard, but when I had to like stop and observe something, like a donkey or a mule, I'd be like, man, these people are dumb, and I'd just watch them, and then something bad would happen. I always just feel like a mule. Like, I always feel in my life like I always put everybody's problems and everybody's shit on my back. And then I'm like, all right, here we go. Yeah. (laughs) I I tend to think I fucking hold on to a lot of emotional baggage for other people. (laughs) Yeah. I care a lot, man. That's That's a good quality and a bad quality. Maybe if the world had more people that gave a fuck, yeah, it'd be a nicer place, but Unfortunately, we live where we live. The world's a sad. The world is it's a, a vampire. vampire. Your desire. Communicate. Yeah. I'm gonna have to play that after the show. Despite all my rage, I am I'm still just a rat, rat in a cage. cage. Sorry about the acapella, guys. Sorry. Uh, we're tired and stoned. Thursday's yep. show is always a drag because we're both tired. From work, because we both just gotten off a physical full day of work. Yeah, and, and it's tried. so funny because our Sunday show. You've had two days to rest, and I'm about to begin my weekend. So you're so excited. I'm amped up. Yeah. So it's a, it's usually a beautiful the energy medium. level on our Sunday show is like a nine because and yeah and on our, our Thursday show it's like a six because <laughs> we're both just uh, we're in despite the middle despite all my rage I am still just a rat in a cage but tomorrow Friday is my Friday so that's good I get I get paid tomorrow that's gonna be nice oh yeah 
But all that money is going towards my credit card so I can buy some tires for my truck. Yeah. But it's all gravy. It's all gravy, baby. Yeah. That truck needs tires. Hell yeah. What are the size of your rims? 15. 15? Yeah. Awesome. Alright. You about ready to wrap this, dude? Yeah, by the way, any jokes we make, we don't mean any of them. We're not racist. Trevor's so worried about you guys actually thinking he's a racist. Ah, not. I couldn't give two fucks else because if you think I'm a racist, well, you're already barking up the wrong tree. But I'll listen to your crazy racist argument. <laughs> So anyway, just want to let you know out there, folks. We're not Trevor, bad. We're not bad Trevor, people. you're such a safe little boy. I don't give a fuck what ad. anybody says or does on the internet. It's I'm, what you do to people in real life. True. If you are being a racist piece of shit like that guy at IHOP, fuck you. Yeah, like I was ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, they're coming in by the bus. There's loads. real racist people out there to be yeah. fucking mad at. Not nah. a couple of assholes making stupid <laughs> Just to, jokes. Yeah. So, anyways, folks, Trevor's, look up for the real Trevor's racist. Worried. <laughs> Trevor's worried. Trevor's canceled. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, this fucking world dude's getting too soft. That's the problem. Despite all my rage, ah! I am still just a rat in right. a cage. You can no longer sing that song. <laughs> All right, folks. Thanks for putting up with us. It's been an interesting show, but uh, we're going to wrap this one up. Go check us out on YouTube at Two Lonely Boys in a Canoe Podcast. Yeah, Trevor, you got anything up. else to uh, to say or plug? Yeah, be good out there. Yeah. Try to suck a little less each day. Try to suck a little less each day, unless yeah. you're a hooker. Then, yeah. you know, do that. Do that or a trombone shit. player, you know. Uh, I don't know. That, that's like the joke was a hooker and a trombone player both have in common. They both play the bone for money. Ah. Ah. All right, folks. Have a good one. Later. <laughs>